Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shaper Work podcast and for this episode we have a very special guest with us Ms Devi Maheshwari who is the CHRO at Peppermoney. Hi Devi, thank you for joining us. Hi Ajay, thanks a lot for this podcast. Really excited to be here. It's an honor for us. So to begin with, could you please take us through your career journey so far? Yeah, that's an interesting question especially to the HR person because it's us who end up asking these questions to the candidates. But yeah, let me let me take a step back and you know give you a brief introduction first about my life and then coming to the career side of it. So I was born as a youngest daughter in the Marwadi family, and uh, while growing up, all I heard the discussions surrounded about the business, finance, uh, share market, and so on. So, and to the extent by, that my two elder sisters also end up being into the finance domain. So unsaid thing in the family, but it was expected from me also that I will be in the finance domain, but. to their surprise or shock i realized very soon in my 10th plus 2 that accounts or the commerce is something not cup of my tea and uh, very much thankful to my school counselors and everyone who made me realize that okay what are the areas which uh, something i am interested towards it and psychology was one that subject so i did my graduation in applied psychology honors from delhi university and the post graduation in the psychology and i realized that uh, it's not only a real delight for the subject but something i have got a natural knack to understand the why around the human behavior and i got an opportunity then with the reliance retail to do the internship and that's for the time i was like okay this is the field i'm entering into it and going more deeper around it very fortunate enough that i got an opportunity with the international ngo called population services international which was in affiliation with the bill and melinda gates foundation and spent more than like a 5 years with that organization initially learned a lot about basics of the hr again and in that same duration i did my executive program from iims lucknow also in the hr got an exposures on the learning and development side of it performance manage and that led me to get into the magic bus india foundation where i was heading the regional hr for the north as well as east region 2018 was the year i got a bubble of you can say the okay startup world and all that something is happening there and i should also be a part of it so that's where the flexi loans uh, happened in my career and when i joined we were just close to like a 90 as a headcount worked with all the stakeholders founding team to ensure that we get a great place to work workplace certification and uh, in terms of the diversity and inclusion kind of you know uh, the work that is the time they need in the organizations also right now so worked very much there and before paper money was uh, heading the global hr for disperse it's a saas company and uh, hired multiple from multiple regions whether it's middle east southeast asia really enjoyed that short stint and now with the paper money where we are actually building something from grounds up at a zero level 
truly an inspiring journey and you know you very correctly mentioned it's so important to you know find your grounds only then you can have like a long term career where you enjoy i mean at the end of the day it's your life it's not something that you have to do it just for a few years you're going to continue doing it for a long period of time so you better really enjoy it so uh, could you please tell us more about peppermint money india and how does it stand apart from the rest of the organization in terms of the number of initiatives it is taking for its employees considering that you said that you're literally building everything from scratch yeah so see pepper is a global financial group and uh, the group is into the existence from last 23 years known to build the business at a various geographies be it uk uh, spain south korea and etc now last year primarily you can say the second half of the last year pepper money started operating into the india and uh, we are very small team right now we are just like a 22 member team and building everything from the scratch in each of these functions also so if i really need to talk about the initiatives that we are doing it i think the one area where we are focusing a lot is on the culture side of it we are very clear the kind of organization we want to build it from the people perspective and i think culture really really plays a bigger part there so aim to foster a culture which is all about collaboration openness you know transparency and a continuous learning and development for the employees as well and that is where we are very clear that it is all about yes policies one can build it we are not very fan of like creating too many of policies around it but what we really believe that if in case as an organization we can provide a great culture to our team members as well as giving them a great learning and growth opportunities within the organization i think that's where we are heading in the direction so right from you can say the open workspace that we have created we really don't have any kind of a caving culture or something around it to the kind of conversations that we have with the team members which is more again high on collaboration high on the transparency literally everyone in the organization knows what's happening at each and every day around it to the areas where we are focusing that yes team member need to get a right kind of a mentorship within the organization and if in case that is not available then yes we need to scout for it externally and to the continuous learning developments uh, which again the area where we want the talent pipeline should be created within the organization rather than always going and hiding from the market so these are the things where we are focusing a lot and yes because it's a zero to one journey so a lot of things comes as a by product of it which is like you know having that kind of a enter in your culture where people have got a say in the decision making people have the autonomy you know on their work space and there is like ample of opportunities where team members have got it if someone is not willing to be in a particular function can they go and explore some other function also so those are the things where we are focusing a lot as an organization right now but yeah too early to design lot of things on the policy side of it i think which is the beauty of working with an organization you know which is you know in its teething stage i mean because you get to wear so many hats at the same time you get to learn so much that eventually you end up knowing different things from different fields which is going to help you uh, later in your career which is important so right. i hope i also get some sort of this exposure somewhere in my career journey as well i really hope so absolutely <laughs> so now talking about another very important aspect because we are discussing hr which is hiring so what process does pepper money follow and how do you think it is beneficial for both the company as well as employees when it comes to hiring hiring uh, urgent we are very clear that to do a great work you need to have 
great people and to hire the great people right one must require to put the amount of effort to ensure that great talent can be the part of a paper money organization as well and this also give us the opportunity you know for the candidate as well to get a good understanding about what we are doing at paper money and we also believe that yes it's a greater level of you can say the equal opportunity and as well as the respect that you are giving to the candidate when you keep your hiring process open to the candidate and tell them everything about the organization as well but in terms about the process the one thing where we are very sure is this that we would like to reduce the subjectivity into our process and because there are multiple hiring managers there are multiple recruiters also subjectivity is something tend to come because everyone has got their own unconscious biases everyone has got their own way of looking at the talent also so the first thing that we started doing very rigorously in the organization is to do a first level of job analysis and the de- definition of that role actually why we are hiring what are the key skill set that we are looking around it what is something acceptable to us in that role what is something non acceptable to us in that role itself and this purely helps in understanding and get a clarity that what we are looking out actually because most of the time what happens that sometimes you just get into the sourcing without knowing what you want and then rejecting a great pool of candidates later on also which we don't want to do it and the second area where we are actually fo- uh, focusing a lot in terms of our uh, entire interview process actually we have got multiple hiring managers again uh, there is a objective way of evaluating the candidates on the assignment side of it so every position we have got either the test or the assignment again purely coming from the perspective that okay this is the criteria where we are assessing the team candidates and it is again that each candidate will get reviewed on those parameters itself also the other important thing that we are also doing is how we are diversifying our the sourcing part of it so in this sourcing we are again channelizing the multiple way not only restricted to one channel of around it and most important going to the diverse talent where we are collaborating with lot of other partners in the ecosystem whether it is on the women side of it whether it is on the lgbt side and all so that yes diverse as well as inclusive culture is something we can create through our recruitment process and it start from there actually very very true i mean a lot of people and a lot of organizations i should say do not realize that okay diversity equity and inclusion is not something that you can just you know make a part of your organization by just launching a few initiatives or programs or policies at the end of the day it's something that has to be ingrained in your organizations from the inception yeah. which is so important and you know kudos to paper money for doing that it's so important to have more organizations like that who actually you know understand the true importance of it yeah because uh, if in case it doesn't start from the uh, hiring perspective then later on all you are just doing some kind of a patchy work within that organization but if you are not giving that kind of a opportunity for the talent to come into it then how you will take the other steps around is what we believe I mean, at the end of the road, what really matters is the skill that a person brings to the table when they start working with you. Yeah. What they do, what are their personal choices, doesn't really, you know, shouldn't really count in when, as long as the person is willing to give what is expected out of that person. Yeah, and I think that is something you know we are focusing on more also that it is for the role that we are hiring. It is not about the gender. It is not about. Uh, what they follow what they don't follow actually so and our process give that kind of a fair as well as the structured evaluation way that candidates are based and assessed on those merits rather than anything else actually very important so uh, my next question to you is talking about diversity itself uh, because as we said that diversity begins right from the hiring stage of the organization having this in mind 
how would people manage to make sure an organization's recruiting team is committed to a diverse culture? Because at the end of the day, a lot of power is lies in their hand. Absolutely. So see, diversity and inclusion is like an important part of Pepper DNA. We are the big supporters of bringing all as an individual full and authentic self to the work as well. And we want to ensure that, you know, each one of us feels at Pepper in their own way rather than masking it, something around it. And uh, for us, diversity is not only about limited to a gender side of it, but how great culture you can create for the people where they feel part of it, where they are not feeling that, okay, we are something else or someone else, something around it. And the first thing that I have been doing is always have a sensitivity trainings for the recruiters, actually. And what I mean by it is that when there are multiple recruiters who are working and who are actually doing the sourcing, because they are the gatekeepers, they are the ones who are bringing the talent inside to the organizations or not bringing them inside to it. So they need to know that what are the unconscious biases that comes into the picture. They need to know that that talent needs to be sourced based on the parameters that you have designed for the role, not something else around it. So a lot of my uh, time goes in uh, guiding my team members also on the orientation when they are going for the hiring and very clear that it is not about the gender. It is not about, you know, the kind of view people are holding, whether it is on the political side of it or something else around it. But again, on the role focus that we would like to do it. The second part where we are also focusing in terms of how we are writing our JDs, it has to be, you know, more, you can say non-judge, uh, non-gender kind of a language that you are using it in your job descriptions. And again, diversing your sourcing, you know, ways where you can reach out to the networks. We are fully different, different networks that right now is available thanks to a lot of sourcing channels that we have got around. The third important thing, I think the only way it can get done when you give it a goal, otherwise it can never get it done. It will all be like this in effort. It will all be like this in intent, but never reach to, you know, the outcome that you want to have it. So very clearly our diversity goals are defined. We want to have the good representation of the underrepresented groups as well in the various levels within the organization. And when we are going for hiring, we are aware about it as well. And again, in the sense that, yes, the panel again, Again, needs to be uh, diverse in the nature. So when we are hiring, we take, you know, into the input that, okay, two or three more people are meeting with the candidate rather than only the, just one person around it. So these are the few things that we have started doing it. We have seen the result also. And uh, the moment you put in the mindset of the recruiters, okay, this is what we stand by it. I believe that this, then they start taking those actions also when they are going for the purpose. And I, and I believe it is sort of like a ripple effect. It starts it from does. Yeah. the benefit or not just the benefit, I mean, the effect of it and the outcome of it would be seen throughout the organization and not just throughout the organization. Even when people move out of your organization, they're going to carry the same policies, which is so important. It is. And but the most important thing, Archit, I realized also this is an ongoing commitment. This is something required a continuous effort from all the uh, places, whether it's a leadership, whether it's a hiring manager, whether it's a recruitment team. And uh, you have to collectively, you know, dedicate that kind of uh, focus on promoting the diversity, equity, inclusion approach within the organization. Otherwise, it will never, it will all be that you and me, we will discuss around it, but it will never be happening on a real side of the world. Very, very true. I totally agree with what you said. So my last question to you is about another very, very important, you know, buzzword or the topic that which is very much in trend these days is technology. Technology oh, has yeah. taken over almost every industry and HR is 
no less impacted. In your views, what are the areas in the HR space that still need innovation and could be benefit from benefited from the use of technology? I think there's a lot to do, especially on the three areas. One is definitely on the recruitment side of it. It's still like we have got good systems in the recruitment. We have got way of, you know, having those video interviews, the process and all that. But if you will ask anyone in the HR or the hiring managers, the amount of time they are spending in getting the talent into the organization is huge. The cost is huge, actually, the investment that anyone is making. And I really would love to see how technology can uh, play a role in making sure that A, the process become more efficient, B, the time that we are spending in the recruitment actually. So that is one area that I really, I think there's a larger scope to work around it. The second is uh, definitely on the side of the performance management processes. Every year, six months, 12 months, people are spending a lot of time in just filling those forms or the assessment uh, criteria, how it can become more automated, how the how the systems can capture the daily kind of or the weekly input output that people are making at work so that they don't feel the burden to just filling the form and, and you know whether the discussion needs to be more on the side of what can be done better where they are doing well and so on around it as well and the third area is actually bringing a lot of HR analytics things in the HR field as data data is there and you can take a lot of decision if in if you get the right kind of interpretation from the data also. And there are a lot of good systems which are there in the market right now. But if in case you will ask me, Ki, has it like solved the problem that we as a HR function facing? The answer is not really actually. I mean, it, it, there's still life scope. I mean, the road has still has some uh, stepping stones to take over. Yeah, because uh, when you are taking those, you know, decisions in the HR, it has to be supported with some kind of a evidence-based decision making that you can do it. And for that, your data needs to speak for yours. And that is where I think the area where technology can really enable the HR professionals. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, that's what technology is here for, to enable all the processes that weren't really, you know, as easy for this. So... With this, we come to the end of this podcast. Thank you, Devi, for sharing all your amazing points with us. I hope our listeners would also agree that... It was very nice uh, being here, actually. Thanks a lot. And we would really love to see more organizations like Pepper Money coming up and, you know, having more diverse culture as Pepper Money. So kudos to you on all the good work that you've been doing. Thanks a lot, Arjit. Thank you.